Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. When you talk about barbecue in Chicago, you have to talk about smoke. Smoke is, uh, well, they won many awards. They're one of the best barbecue joints in the nation, not just in Chicago. And boy, they've run into some issues with DoorDash. Barry Sorkin is on the phone. Barry, this story popped out at all of us because many of us use DoorDash and the thought of putting an order in and it's for a fake restaurant makes all of us second guess what is happening. Welcome to the Lisa Dent Show. So tell everybody what happened. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on. Um, You know, it started on Tuesday, uh, Tuesday morning, and it's actually the second time that this has happened with us. Um, But on Tuesday morning, we started getting DoorDash drivers up at the restaurant um, trying to pick up orders that we had never received. And so we started looking into what might be happening, and we thought maybe, you know, a technical glitch of some sort. And so we started, you know, we tried logging into DoorDash, and we discovered that our actual storefront had been taken down and replaced by one that somebody else created that was virtually an exact replica of our menu. So, it, you know, there was there's no way... Oh, your phone kind of broke up for a second. So basically, someone replaced your restaurant or on DoorDash with your exact same menu and your exact same name so that when people put in their order, they thought they would get the barbecue or the brisket or whatever they were ordering, and you never got the order. That's correct, yes. So did people, people paid for it already then, right? Yeah, people paid for it, and you know, we once we discovered what was happening, we 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 would make the orders for them. So people did, uh, with possibly a couple exceptions, get their food. I mean, they may have had to wait a little longer for it because we didn't actually get the order until the driver showed up and showed us his phone and uh, tell us, you know, so they could tell us what was on the order. But we did try to get as many people their food as we could. Well, that's pretty nice because that's a loss of revenue for you. Meanwhile, the scammers put money in their pocket or did DoorDash prevent them from profiting? What what has happened since then? What did you find out from DoorDash? Well, what I was able to find out, we had a really great conversation with them yesterday and I'm, I'm appreciative of the fact that they assembled, you know, an extended team to try to, to resolve this. And within, a, within about a day, they were able to get the fraudulent site down and probably another half a day or so before they got our site up. So things are back to normal. Uh, and they're still researching. They're still kind of investigating what happened, how these scammers were able to do this, um, and how they can prevent it in the future. So we're looking forward to getting some clearer answers as they continue their investigation. If you're not familiar with DoorDash, DoorDash is very easy. I have an app today. I ordered lunch, so I go on there. I choose the restaurant I want to order lunch from, and it gets delivered here to the radio station. That's how DoorDash works, and my credit card is on file, so you know the money is debited. I choose what tip I want to assign to the person, the dasher that they call them. And, and so, this is Barry Sorkin. He is the owner of Smoke Barbecue here in Chicago, really famous joint and what i'm kind of perplexed by barry is that let's say i'm as a consumer like today if i went to a restaurant and ordered my food i would expect it to be that restaurant and that doordash would have some kind of excuse my lack of tech savvy but some kind of firewall or something that i would know that i'm really in contact with your restaurant and not some scammer 
Yeah, and what DoorDash said about that is that they do have, you know, certain validation steps in place when you go to set up a new restaurant. Um, but somehow these fraudsters were sophisticated enough to have sidestepped those, those validation steps or to have somehow otherwise accommodated those validation steps. And so they're still looking into that to see exactly how it happened and what they can do to prevent it. Um, and I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that they will. Um, they had, seem to have the right piece, people working on it. So we'll see what happens. I understand that since the pandemic or during the pandemic, your business really has been dependent on online orders and people doing carry out. Yes. Um, you know, our business went from being about 40 to 50 percent takeout to being about 75 to 80 percent takeout now. And so we do we do depend on that. Now, a lot of people order directly through, you know, our site and through the restaurant. So there are other ways to get it. But certainly these delivery platforms have become a big part of the, the restaurant business. Yeah. So for consumers, is it better for us to go to an individual restaurant's website and order directly? I think, I, you know, I, I can speak for myself and I think most restaurateurs would prefer that. Um, it's less expensive for a restaurant to sell food that way. They don't have to pay the commissions for the, the delivery platform. So for restaurants that are offering, you know, a more direct route, I think most of them would prefer it. But sometimes, you know, the, the, the platforms do offer some, some convenience that a lot of restaurants can't. Right. And they offer delivery. Do you offer delivery? We actually, <laughs> it gets a little complicated. We actually offer delivery, but it's through the DoorDash network. So oh. in other words, you can... You can order through our website, through Toast Tab, which is our, our point-of-sale system. And in that scenario, you're actually buying directly from us, and we are, on your behalf, summonsing a DoorDash driver to deliver the food. And that is significantly less expensive for us to do. Okay, well, that's good to know because that's what I would want to do to support restaurants. And I do see that option sometimes, but I, I never quite understood it. So, um, hey, yeah. put, a, put a plug in for your restaurant. What's your biggest seller on the menu? <laughs> you know, our biggest seller has, has always been the brisket, and I love it, and it's great. But I got to say, I always, I, I've always thought that our ribs are the standout. But um, I'm going against the, uh, the tide of public opinion on that one. Can I ask a quick question, Lisa, really quick? Please do. Barry, is a uh, smoked steak coming? I believe I heard something about that. Sorry to put you on the spot, but is I've heard some chatter about that. It is. Uh, we've been developing this new concept for a couple years, really since, the, since before the pandemic, and uh, we had to put it on hold, but we appear to be just a few months away from bringing it to reality. So we've been under construction for a few months now, and we are starting to put some of the finishing touches on. And we're hoping, you know, I, I'm, I'm reluctant to throw out a date, but I can say with some confidence, first quarter of next year, we should be open for business serving um, what we think are just phenomenal smoked and seared steaks. So it's unlike uh, any steak that most people have ever had. And uh, we just think they're really special and we're excited to bring it to the city. Yum. Well, that voice is Kevin Powell. He's the foodie on the show and he has a podcast about food. So um, he might want to be at your first table for that steak. <laughs> okay, we'll be thrilled to welcome him. <laughs> thanks, Barry. All right, Barry, thanks for joining us on the show and give us an explanation. I hope this doesn't happen to you again. Thanks so much. I appreciate you guys shining a light on it. Barry Sorkin, he is the owner of Smoke Barbecue in Chicago. Hey, coming up next, Kevin Brassler has been on the show before. He's the executive editor of Consumer Checkbook. And I don't know about you, but I get ads that pop up that are specifically targeted for me. And there's 
all of these clothes that I want to order that pop up on Facebook and Instagram. And, and I'm like, I don't know. Are they quality? Is this a, a, you know, company I can trust? He's going to give us the six things that as shoppers, we should look out for when it comes to ordering from those online stores. Not, not like a store, you know, but just an ad that you've been targeted with. First, Mary's got to check on weather and traffic. 